everyone. Welcome to Birth to Motherhood. I'm your host, Victoria, and this is a podcast where I invite mothers to come on and share their unique birth stories. Whether it's a traditional hospital birth or a serene home birth, I believe these stories can be a source of healing and inspiration for many. So without any more delay, let's get started. This is Birth to Motherhood. Welcome to the show. Today I am here with Cassian. Cassian, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, yeah, that was my child. <laughs> you heard first. Um, yeah, my name is Cassian. I, uh, I don't know. What do you want to know about me? I live in Texas. I've lived here for a while. I've lived a variety of places. And the little toddler you just saw or heard um, is my firstborn. So she's oh just over a year old. So nice. Yeah. Do you guys want more? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Same. For sure. Happily. Oh. Where in Texas do you live? Um, I live in College Station. So my husband has a PhD from Texas A&M University. We actually met in undergrad, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we've we've never left. So we're still here. Nice. So you grew up there then. Um, I lived in Texas when I was little, and then my family moved a couple different states and ended up back in Texas when I was in high school. So I've had a little bit of uh, just a little bit of different places around the United States, but Texas is like definitely the majority of my life. (laughs) Nice. My sister lives right outside of Houston. So like and then my, my North or um I West. actually I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my that. my grandma is also I think she's outside of somewhere outside of Austin maybe. My mm. cousin's a cop in Austin. So okay. like I know they're there. Yes, and then my yeah. sister you know, she's somewhere outside of Houston, but like, I've never been, so I don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, in all of those Houston, Austin, Dallas, and San Antonio are all cities where like everyone in the surrounding, like smaller towns will just say like, oh yeah, I'm from this city, even though they're really not, that's not their address, but they're from like the greater area because it's so much easier to explain than like, I'm from shirts and everyone's like, where's shirts? Where's that? (laughs) They're like, well, you know, if you're in San Antonio and then you drive outside of it and everyone else still thinks you're in San Antonio. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like people are like that here. Like I live in New York and like I'll, people at my job will be like, oh, like, where do you live? I'm like, oh, New York. They're like, oh, the city? Yeah. You're like, no, no, that's New York City. (laughs) What are you here? Like, holy cow, like an hour away. What are you, oh what my are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So, so you are having very different weather than we are then. 
Yes, it's cold. It it was raining yesterday. We haven't got snow well, yet. Well, we've gotten some flurries, but nothing has hmm. stuck. Nothing stuck. So, yeah. But it's cold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which like I don't I don't mind. I like the cold. It mm-hmm. like hot weather. I'm not I sweat too easily. So I'm just like I like yeah. the cold. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's my husband. He's lived in college station his entire life, which I think is just a joke because he's like not into the hot weather like, at all. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's been there for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh my Why do you still live he's here? It's like I don't it. know. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Do you want to start with yeah, your your pregnancy it. and? When yeah. that started. Yeah, so I got pregnant at the beginning of 2022, and we'd actually been trying to conceive for uh depends on how you count it, like what level of not preventing becomes trying, somewhere between a year <laughs> and a half and two years, you know. <laughs> so okay. we're we're probably right about a year and a half. Um and we'd started pursuing like some just some initial like why have only gotten pregnant? Is there something going on? And uh, then I got pregnant. So All there right. you go. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like, um, I had to go get one of those, um, or I chose to, I should say. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's like where they put you under a um, x-ray and they inject contrast into your uterus to look at your ovaries and fallopian tubes and everything. And wow. yeah, yeah. Which... Now I'm like, not sure I would have done that, but you know, we grow as people. It was just a lot. It was a lot. That's all. But they told me like, oh, the literature supports the fact that like after this procedure, like you're more likely to get pregnant because we like flush out the fallopian tubes and everything can send well. And I was like, I'm not going to get my hopes up like this. Like it's, yeah. and then I, it did happen. <laughs> I did get pregnant after that. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so then. It was like really surprising. Like I had had so many negative tests at that point that like my period was three or four days late. And I was like, I just have to take a test. I just have to like, we just have to do it. Oh. And um, <laughs> so I, it's on the counter. I've taken it. It's on the counter. The control line pops up immediately. And I look at it and I'm going, no, okay, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. So I was like, they say to give it five minutes. So I like go back to my bed. It's first thing in the morning. I go back to bed. My husband's like making breakfast and I curl up and I'm like, it's going to be okay no matter what. And I'm like scrolling Instagram, like <laughs> dissociating or whatever. <laughs> and the time passes and I go to look at it and it's positive. And I was like, uh, uh, okay. okay, no. Yeah. Like what? So I go into the kitchen. I was like, Nathan, I need, I need to show you something. And he's like, I'm cooking breakfast. So I was like, no, I, I need to like show you something. And the entire walk from the kitchen to our room, he's like complaining about how I'm interrupting his flow. <laughs> and finally, I like run ahead of him and pick the best up and turn around and show it to him. He goes, oh, <laughs> so it was, it was quite an experience. Um, had a, a pretty easy pregnancy overall. Um, I think the only thing that happened was I had some spotting for five or six days, uh, around seven weeks that um, fortunately like went away, wasn't a problem, but it was kind of like scary. You know, I can remember um, not really knowing what's going on. Like I'm talking to the on-call nurse and we're like talking through like my options and everything. And 
I finally at this point where I thought, you know what, this is the most pregnant I've ever been. And I'm just going to enjoy it. Like, even if something bad happens, like, I'm just going to enjoy it. Like, I have gotten this far, like, it's the farthest I've ever been. And it's good, like, no matter what. Um, And I think that that mindset shift was something that I really held on to throughout the rest of my pregnancy. Because there's so many things that feel completely out of my control. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you're like, I just have to trust my body and my baby to do what they're supposed to Mm -hmm. do. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that that was a big thing that I had to like, let go was like, you know, I'm just gonna I'm I'm here to enjoy the ride. I'm gonna eat good food. I'm going to do what I can to take care of myself. And I'm just going to enjoy the fact that we're doing this thing that I've never done before. And no matter what pans out, it's an experience that is really good. (laughs) Um, We took a birth class. I was um, with a nurse midwife at a hospital. That's where I had chosen to birth for my first. Um, And we, she recommended a birth class in town that was like really, really very, it was like 10 weeks long to our classes, both of you go. And I learned so much. And the more I learned, the more I was like, okay, birth is so cool. <laughs> like I haven't even given birth yet. And I'm like, like watching birth videos in my spare time. <laughs> like, awesome. Learning all of these terminologies, <laughs> like Aww. following doulas on Instagram. Like this is so cool. Yeah. Um, and it just really surprised me because I'd grown up very afraid of giving birth. Like I, uh, I, I think for like a solid decade, I thought I'm just not going to have biological kids. That's just not what I want. Like there's, there's a whole different backstory with like what I wanted to do for a family that's not related to birth, but <laughs> um, being pregnant and unpacking a lot of those fears was like really, really good. Um, spent a lot of time processing through them. And I think it really changed even my like relationship with my body. Um mm-hmm. Because you, you like, again, it goes back to the, I can just trust my body and trust my baby. And if something's wrong, it will tell me. And until then, mm-hmm. guess what? Everything's great. <laughs> and so it was like, I think a lot, so much in me changed in that regard while I was pregnant. So um, definitely a little physically uncomfortable, especially at third trimester um, or first trimester too, actually, <laughs> like, I think uh, I got pregnant in February. And so over Easter weekend, it's first trimester. And I basically just slept 16 out of 24 hours, four days in a row. <laughs> I was just wow. like, I'm done. <laughs> Part of it was like, work had been super crazy, but also I was like, I, I'm off for four days. I will sleep. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny now being like so many months removed from it, over a year removed from giving birth. And uh, I'm just like, oh, Nathan, do you remember when? And he's like, you hated being pregnant. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, no, it was so exciting. We had a baby coming. He's like, do you remember how much you threw up? Do you remember like how you lay in bed your bo- and you're, you'd be complaining about your body hurting? <laughs> like, <Yep>. no. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. What are you talking Not about? That was, I was, I was being dramatic for your, yes. your <laughs> benefit. <laughs> literally oh yeah. my gosh <laughs> yep so 
but overall yeah pretty pretty smooth pregnancy which i'm really 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 thankful for and a lot of internal work that really changed me so it's good yeah that's awesome how did you um find your were you already seeing like a ob or did you find somebody new i had switched to business midwife um when i decided i did want to have uh go get pregnant um because my former ob had told me what do you mean you think your birth control is giving you migraines it doesn't do that and I was like I've read two peer-reviewed articles about the fact that it does <laughs> I never saw her again I was like bye <laughs> like, we're done no no I was like this is, we're, this is a no this is what <laughs> okay wow <laughs> yeah uh yeah so I was very picky about who I chose um it's so interesting, like now thinking what I know now, would I have made the same choice? I have no idea. But with what I knew then, I was like, I want the most evidence-based person I can find. And I like asked around for so many recommendations and multiple people were like, this is your woman. And I do really love her. Um, the hospital part, not my favorite, but her is a person. Oh no. It was like, okay, we're just- done. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know exactly when it turned off, but I think what I was saying was, well, I I don't love the hospital part, but her as a person, mm-hmm. I like really, really love her. Like first time I met her, I was like, yeah, I do actually trust you to help me birth my children. So that's a good feeling. <laughs> so yes, um, nice. yeah, found her on some recommendations. She's like, and now again, this is I've learned so much since three years ago when I picked her, I think. Um, and it's amazing. Like now I know that it's not uncommon for uh, midwives who work in the hospital to have, um, a different approach perhaps, um, than home birth midwives, but Mm -hmm. she is very, she's, I would, I sometimes think she's like much more evidence-based than, than, maybe some of the home birth midwives I've heard about, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I I really like her a lot as a person. What I really want is for her to like do a home birth with me. That's what I actually really want. <laughs> I Does love she her. do home births or is she only no. through hospitals? Currently, currently she's only through hospital. I like joked that she should leave and, and do home birthing. And she was like, I just... I have four kids. I can't run a business right now. And I was like, okay, I don't know what to say to that, but like, it sounds like you wonder about it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if she could do like both, like still do on the side clients. Right. Home and then do right? the hospital. Like, I feel like you I could have, do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing is because of her setup, I can see her for my annuals as well. So I have an annual coming up and I'm going to, again be like so is there any chance oh hey at, at all <laughs> that you would like attend a home birth with Aww. me yeah so <sighs> if you had another one would you go back to her and do the hospital again or try and find I, somebody else let me tell you the number of walks my husband and child and I have been on where I once again and talking about this decision <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Um, yeah, part of it is two of the midwives in my area who do strictly home birth. I haven't met yet. Um, and at the end of the day, 
I think I would rather have someone that I like really, really trust, even if I do have to be in the hospital, if I don't mesh quite as well with those midwives. So I want to meet them. Um, and they also, one thing that's really cool, mine, the woman I was with, um, she, because she's in the hospital setting, is not able to deliver breech birth, but she's gone on multiple tirades about how she wants to change that. So I don't know, maybe it'll change. Um, but, oh. you know, it's like hospital <laughs> insurance and stuff. Yeah. And um, the other midwives in my area who do home birth have all gotten breech certified in the past couple of years, um, all through Breach Without Borders, I believe. I know one of them for yeah. sure was like with Breach Without Borders, which is really cool. And so loosely, my thought is like, well, maybe I'll stick with my midwife because I like super trust her. And if my baby's breech at 36 weeks, 35 weeks, I'll do a transfer. Um, or maybe I'll meet the other midwives and be like, I love you also. And yes, I would actually prefer to birth at home and go lay in my bed afterwards. Thanks. That's the main thing. My, the midwife I worked with has so much ownership over her practice. Like no one, everything I wanted was followed to a T. The only things, um, which we can get there in a minute. The only places where it was like disturbed, where my birth experience was disturbed, were things that I had not known ahead of time to talk about. And so her default is she has to just follow policy. So that's very much how she operates. Like she will, she will follow policy unless you say otherwise. And then she's like, whatever you tell her within well, legally, I think, was that 2016 rule that gets quoted about like, you can make decisions that even lead to your own death. Anyway, basically, anything I've told her I want to do. <laughs> she's like, oh, well, it's your birth. <laughs> you know, that's part of why I like okay. her so much. Nice. Um, yeah, probably okay. like breach deliveries, and then going past 42 weeks would be the only things I can think of that she can't like do because it's the hospital, you know. <sighs> so even if she got like, trained for breach could she still do it in that hospital or that hospital just doesn't do breach at all to my understanding that goes back to the insurance the hospital oh. like does um yeah because yeah the com the couple of conversations we've had um she was talking about that balance of like well i'm not gonna go get trained because the hospital won't write it over and let me do it but also because i'm not trained the it's not putting pressure on the hospital to change it so i don't know damn well let's hope this one isn't <laughs> i know i don't know sometimes i'm like the number of breach videos that i just watch and go that's so cool i'm like uh oh what's about to happen <laughs> Uh, you're gonna make it come true <laughs> i know i'm like, man, I'm like no, okay. don't think about that too much because uh then your body will be like surprise yeah for real <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all right do you want to talk about what she did that you that was not that was disturbed yeah. in a way yeah i can go through my labor the actual birth um so i saw her when I was 37 plus five um, and for like the weekly checkup and everything. And she's like, man, everything's looking really good. She baby mapped. I loved it because she started, started third trimester. She would baby map every time and be like, oh, her foot's here and this is here. And I was always like, this is my favorite part. Oh, that's <laughs> um, awesome. But she had like baby mapped and was like, wow, her head is like, 
bloating, like so not in your pelvis. So she showed me like a couple moves to do to help the baby wiggle down and everything. And she was like, but don't worry. Like you're, I mean, statistically, you're going to go over 40 weeks, you know, probably 41. And I'm like, I know I've prepared my heart. (laughs) The next morning, I'm 37 plus six. The next morning, we get back from the walk. I'm feeling my belly. I tell my husband as he's like dressing for work, wow, her head's like a lot lower. Those exercises must be working. Sit down on my bed to put on my makeup. I've done my foundation. I've done my powder. I've done my eyebrows and my water broke. And I was like, oh, (laughs) what? I was so shocked. There's like this initial gush. (gasps) And I just stared at myself in the mirror. And then there's a second gush. And I'm like, okay, what? What? Because I'm going, I'm going to go another month. What is, uh, I'm sorry, excuse you. What's happening? (laughs) Yeah. Um. And so I like, man, I called, I waddled to the bathroom. That's the first thing that I did. I waddled to the bathroom because I'm like, I don't want to get more, you know, waters all over this mattress that is now disgusting. It's not disgusting, but like, you know, the idea of there's now it has to be clean. There's amniotic fluid on it. Yep. (laughs) And um, had another gush. Um, I think I like took my bottoms off and got in the bathtub. Because I was like, what? I'm just not thinking clearly. Apparently, I don't know why I didn't get on the toilet. But there's like, because <laughs> I had another gush into the bathtub. Um, and I looked at it. I think I'd called my husband by now. Um, I looked at it. And I saw some like bloody show. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, so it's like the real deal. Never saw the mucus plug. I know it passed. I don't know where it is. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> um but I'm looking at, I'm like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of bloody show. That's like, actually, that's pretty bright. And I, I was like, oh no. So I took a picture of it and sent it to my birth instructor. And she was like, um, that is kind of bright. Just call, just call your midwife, you know? Um, and so they were like, well, we can't like say anything over the phone because we have to look at you which is like, that's fair. Um, so you would have to come in. And so I called my, I said, okay, I need to think about it. I called my doula. Cause I'm like in, in my head of thinking, well, 75% of women go into labor within 24 hours of their waters breaking, but I don't want to go to the hospital early, but that's like kind of bright red, you know? And this is a birth story. So at this point I've pooped everything out of my colon <laughs> in the process of all of this happening. It's like, it's a time. Um, so I call my doula and she comes over and she's like processing with me. And she was like, where will you feel the safest? Like, do you feel safer getting this checked, knowing that you will be in the hospital or do you feel safer waiting until, um, like your contractions start up? And, uh, again, now I would have said, I'm just going to stay home. It's probably fine. <laughs> but at the time I'm like, no, that is like really bright. And my literal birth instructor is like, maybe you should get this checked. So I went ahead and went into the hospital and the nurse looks at me and goes, yeah, that's kind of bright, but don't worry. It's like, so in the norm. <laughs> I was like, what, what is happening? What, what is going on? <laughs> um, So I said, great. So I'd like to leave now. They were like, well, we have to check with your midwife. And she comes back and she goes, well, your midwife said that you can leave, but our policy won't let you. And I was like, yeah, well, I knew that was coming. (laughs) I saw that was coming. 
And I'm thinking like, I looked at my doula and she was like, just do what makes you feel safe. And I was like, you know, we're just going to check in. I'm going to walk and I'm going to go in the zone. I like, I think as I'm making this decision, I like squatted down on a chair and was just um, leaning against a chair, squatted on the floor, leaning against a chair and was just like, okay, what, what is my intuition telling me that I need to do? So we go ahead and check in. Um, time isn't real when you're in labor. So even though I wasn't having contractions yet, it's still not a real thing. But I started having, I actually started having contractions pretty quickly and they picked up. Like, I think they were five minutes apart from the moment I noticed I was having them. It just like went. And um, I think probably only like 30 minutes or an hour after we checked in, I'm like already leaning over a yoga ball, like moaning. (laughs) So I was like, well, okay, I guess my body knew because this whole time, my whole pregnancy, I was like, stay home as long as possible, stay home as long as possible, stay home as long as possible. And then this whole day unfolds and I'm like, no, I think it'll be okay to go to the hospital early. (laughs) What? (laughs) My baby was telling me. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, they picked up pretty quickly. They got really intense, really fast, which makes sense. Even as I'm in labor, I'm going, well, my waters are broken. They're going to be pretty intense. That's like the one like coherent thought I have. (laughs) Um, my husband gets eventually gets there. So I called him while he was on the way to work and he had two big client meetings that morning. So he's having to like, <laughs> he's having to like have these meetings at work. Oh no. The whole time going, my wife's gonna have our baby. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so he finally gets there and um man, him and um Savannah are doing like a really great job support. This is where I'm like the haze of what happened. Um, and what time is real. (laughs) I just, I just know at some point, like it's going and I'm just like, we're in the zone, we're going through it. And then they got like closer together. And I looked at, I maybe looked at the clock. I remember thinking like, oh, it's only early afternoon. And these contractions are like a minute apart. What is happening? And this is the other coherent thought I had. I thought, am I literally already in transition? Like what, what is real? Um, but I didn't, I didn't feel like pushing or anything. I just was like, I'm dying. <laughs> like no. I can't, I, I said, I can't, I don't think I can do this. Um, Cause they were like, I was not getting a break between them. And they were like very, very intense. And um around now my midwife comes and like checks on me and she was like how are you doing and I just looked at her and a contraction hits and I went (laughs) scream (laughs) not scream but you know labor screaming yeah and she goes she was like oh that good huh wow this is really intense (laughs) she was like well one of the things that you discussed with me is um, that you might want to get in the water, which you like to get in a birthing tub or the shower. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> she was oh like, my okay. Gosh. And finally my husband goes, you should get it. You should get in the shower. You'll feel, or you should get in the water. And I was like, I can't lay down. I have to stand. And he goes, that's fine. We can get in the shower. <laughs> so that, that helps so much. I got in the shower and, cause I was definitely not feeling pushy at all. Like, Mm -hmm. I think at one point I had felt like, kind of like I wanted to poop. And so, um, I'd requested a check 
but I was only at six centimeters and it wasn't like urgent. It was just like, I don't know, I kind of want to poop maybe. And I was like, what? But I was so confused by how quickly everything was happening that I was like, please tell me what's going on. Like at least what? (laughs) Um, Tell me where I I am. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's like, I like to say cervical checks. They're just not helpful at all until they actually are. Mm -hmm. And that was like the one time where I was like, okay, this actually tells me like, I don't know why my contractions are a minute or two apart, but like, we are not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got in the shower and I've done the math since then. I think I labored for three or four hours in the shower. Um, cause I did not, I did, I thought for sure I'd want to be in the pool. I'd want to be squatting. Absolutely not. I wanted to be upright or maybe bent over. <laughs> like, um, and I wanted to be moving and, uh, the shower like did the trick. So my husband's like holding the shower head for like hours. I was like, thank goodness you could CrossFit because not have survived otherwise yeah me neither Um, (laughs) right so um I again I've done the math since then I think I was in the shower for a little over three hours um my friend my my doula friend whatever you know she's like we're pals and um she like literally had said that there was nothing for her to do so she just went and played a video game like on her Nintendo Switch which is fair there was nothing for her to do you know Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here going how did I miss that? Like, I had no idea that that happened. She was like, well, you oh. were in there for almost four hours in the shower. I was like, what? Oh. I yeah, swear I was. It was 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I finally get to where I'm like, okay, I cannot not push. I like officially mm-hmm. like, I, I cannot not push. And um, I, I thought, but I don't, I don't want to catch this baby in the shower. Like I've never caught a baby before. I have no quickly, no idea how quickly she's about to come shooting out of my body. And maybe it'll be nice and slow, or maybe she'll just like yeet herself out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to drop her on the shower floor. I don't want to fall. Um, now that I've had a baby, I think I would be just fine catching a baby in the shower. But like mm-hmm. having not done it before, it's like, this is not like, this is slippery. This could be dangerous actually. Um, so I moved to, um, the hospital bed cause I wanted to be on all fours and I did not want to be on the ground. Um, understandably <laughs> and uh, not that ground. Um, maybe the soft grass outside, but that's not an option. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is where, uh, this is the one thing that got a little disturbed was I moved to the bed by now. My, my midwife's been there. We're like talking through stuff or she's helping me or she's doing something. Um, and the disturbed or disturbed, that sounds disturbing. Hmm. But the part where she had to intervene, if you will, was that I, in spite of the fact that it feels like this kid is going to barrel out of me, I am like not, I cannot figure out how to push at all. And so she really had to like coach me through it. And now thinking back on it, I think that when I moved from the shower to the bed, the um, fetal ejection reflex that was really starting to like kick up had like receded. And I think I was just laboring for a while. And so, but I didn't know that. I'm just feeling all of this pressure and I'm like, I can't figure out how to push what's going on. So they were like, well, if you can't figure out how to push, we're going to help you. <laughs> so might have done some, might have, might have done some physical therapy for that one. But, you know, I didn't know. <laughs> All I knew was yeah. in the shower, this kid's about to leave my body. So <laughs> therefore, um, but I still didn't push very long at all. Um, and 
she came out, she was posterior. My husband caught her and um, I have like photos of him catching her. And she's like white as can be with vermix. It was beautiful. Um, It was very great. So, and the best part was like, I mean, my midwife didn't even make him wash up or put on gloves or anything. It's just bare hands on my baby. And I was like, yes, as it should be. Uh I mean, the hospital's kind of maybe a little, but you know, that's fine. Vernix, I guess. She's about to get breast milk. It's all going to be good. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Um, So she comes out and I immediately like stood up on my knees to look back at her. And she's just like arms straight out, like just staring with this like look on her face. (laughs) Now knowing her so much better as a person, the look on her face was, what have I done? Put me back inside my mother. Yeah. Where am I? (laughs) Yes. Because I like to joke, she was so eager to come out of me. And ever since then, she's been trying to get back inside me because Mm -hmm. she wants to this day is like, I require being on your body unless I'm exploring something. The end. So this Aww. is the other part where, um, yeah, sort of there were a couple interventions and this one was mainly like, again, I just literally did not know, um, because she's like, my baby is like just staring and not doing anything. Like just looks very stunned. And I now know that my midwife would have not done a thing in a good way if I had like scooped her up and put her on me you know, but because she's not moving or crying, um, my midwife has to like go through cause she's in the hospital has to like go through and she's like working with her a little bit. And she says like, Oh, she's not responding the best. Um, but let me see how much cord blood I can get her. Um, so that goes on for, I guess like a minute and a half and I'm just like staring at her and like a lot, <laughs> some of my friends have asked me like, why didn't you pick her up? And I was like, I'm sorry, it's an alien. <laughs> like nothing. In, I don't know why nothing in me said, pick up this child. I just was mm-hmm. staring. I just was shocked. I think I was in shock. I just complete yeah. shock. I was like, what is that? What did I just <laughs> do? What just what just happened mm-hmm. and I'm also thinking like hold on I have to birth a placenta also why mm-hmm. isn't she moving also like she's mm-hmm. really white and pink and small but also giant I'm like so many things are happening just staring and so I just stand there um so they after a minute or two probably about two minutes they were like okay we're gonna like cut the cord and take her over to the the thing because she's really not responding how she should be but like we're really working with her and I was like just staring at her said nothing (laughs) again it's like now I know I can just pick her up and put her on me like she's waiting for Mm -hmm. me to touch her she's waiting Mm -hmm. for me to like start talking to her into rubber body Mm -hmm. did not know that um so both of those, those were the two things that were, did, excuse me, the grammar. Those were the two things that were not undisturbed. And both of them, like, I feel sad about them, but it's more the sadness of like, oh, I just didn't, I just didn't know. Like, that's sad that I didn't know. I don't feel, mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I don't know. I don't feel aggressively negative things about it or anger or anything. I mean, other people may have had the same experience and feel anger, which is totally fair. But for me, it's like, well, I just didn't know. And I can't undo what I didn't know. I can only learn and move forward. So 
Yeah. So they like do, I don't know what they do with her at this point. I just, I was like in my head thinking there's a child out that came out of me. And also I have to also, what is the placenta going to feel like? Like I have moved to what's happening with the placenta. (laughs) What's happening. Um, And I birthed the placenta pretty quickly. I think it was maybe like five or six minutes after I birthed her. I don't know, maybe 10. I'd have to go back and look at the timestamps on the photos because there are photos of all of that. Um, But I remember thinking like, wow, this is like really fast. Um, And one of the things on my birth plan was I do not want to take my placenta home. Props to anyone who does, but I'm good. But I do want to look at it. And like my midwife holds it up and she's like showing it to me. She was like, here's the placenta you wanted to look at. And I'm blinking at her like, why are we talking about this? (laughs) But at the same time, she starts like giving me like a full tour of the placenta. She was like, well, this is what was on you. And this is the, here's where your blood was. And here's where her blood was. And look at this cord. And isn't this so cool this way? And she's like fully like we are discussing the placenta okay I think, I think at this point I already have my child on me again again I don't she wasn't gone very long she came back real fast I think before I birthed the placenta but it's all a bit of a blur even at that part it's funny how like time stands still for certain pieces of labor and others you're like mm-hmm. I don't I, it's just a, a jungle yep. so <laughs> things happened I can tell you all the pieces maybe hard to say. So yeah, we um, looked at the placenta at some point she I did have a small tear. So she gave me like a stitch or two. um, Which is funny, because now I'm like, I don't know, maybe I would decline the stitches body knows how to heal. But again, Mm -hmm. that's not that's not even something where I feel disturbed at all about it. It's just like, well, you know, it's just funny how my opinions have changed. Um, stitches baby babies on me yeah okay I I know for a fact one thing I vividly remember is when they put her on me she like looks up at me and she like raises an eyebrow and I was like oh Oh. (laughs) funky (laughs) and to this day she'll like look at me and she'll just like raise an eyebrow to the eyebrow what (laughs) so yeah um we waited to officially name her till I saw her and uh this is where I still know I still I know I was still like a little shocked from the experience because I looked at my husband and I was like does that really look like her name and he was like yeah it really does and I was like okay I guess and he's like is there a name you think is better and I'm like I, I she, she's just I don't know it's like a tiny baby <laughs> like, I'm like not comprehending what's happening so but then there she was and uh She's, yeah, I just remember thinking, wow, I'm never doing that again. (laughs) (laughs) I said the same thing. I was literally like, I'm one and done. I'm not doing that again. And then like, not even a month later, I'm like, do you want another one? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yes. You you forget that pain and just seeing them and what you got out of it. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh. Uh, screw that I'll do it again (laughs) yeah I know especially because they start getting I mean they're always cute but then they hit the stage where they're like really cute and you're like oh you're just I want another one (laughs) yeah yeah uh like especially like they're getting their own little personality and becoming their own 
little person mm-hmm. there, not just this baby that just sleeps and sits there. But now they're like starting to talk, mm-hmm. they walk, mm-hmm. they get into mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> so like it's just it's so cute because like I they're know. their own little person. I like, know. Oh. I know. It's so funny because it. like I I do too. I I love like knowing her as a person. And she'll, I'll, I'll say things to other people like, well, she doesn't like such and such. And they just kind of look at me like, how do you know that? And I'm like, I, because I spend all my child here. What do you mean? (laughs) How do you know know that? (laughs) It's part of me. Okay. I know. Yes. (laughs) Like at one point we, uh, I walked outside and uh, she's outside with my husband playing and she like runs up to me and gives me the biggest hug. And our neighbor was outside and he says something. And I was like, well, sh- I'm her favorite person. And he, he's like, oh, wow. That's like, uh, he made, so, he made a snarky comment about <laughs> how I thought I was the favorite over my husband or maybe my husband said that anyway, what I said was, well, she just figured out that we're different people. So yes, I am her favorite person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Heck yeah. <laughs> She's like for months. They think that you are them, you know, mm-hmm. which is like kind mm-hmm. of adorable. Yeah, they don't know they're a separate person until like six months. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, they think they're you. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys so. know it was a girl? Like, did you find out her gender? Yes, we yeah. did. We decided to ahead of time. Um, and I may change again. I'm like giving myself complete permission with all future pregnancies to do what is right for that pregnancy. But in general, I'm like, no, surprise gender all the way forever now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I decline everything forever. Mm-hmm. I like go through and think through like, okay, if I stay with my current midwife, these are all the routine things we'll have to do. And so I should ask her like, which ones I can decline and still be allowed to work with her because of like policy and everything, you know, cause that gets in the, way sometimes mm-hmm. and I'm like hmm maybe I'll decline that and I so I like have the list of all the things and I'm like the blood test to check for um the spina diffidus I was like I do want that one because if there's spina diffidus we will have to accommodate it and I'm like wait what am I doing I'm like thinking through like mm-hmm. everything I'm like stitches no I'll probably decline those unless they're like unless it's like super bad you know what's happening to me <laughs> so but for her we did know we did know it was a girl and I actually had a feeling it would be a girl like I've gone back and reread my journals and there are three very distinct entries where I very clearly believe we're having a girl first um mm-hmm. so that was really cool yeah I like you know we just know <laughs> yeah 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 that's why the whole thing where I'm like fascinated by breach all of a sudden I'm like this is terrifying yeah we know <laughs> I know <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. I just tell myself, no, it's because I have multiple friends who've had breech babies. Yeah. Let's fingers crossed. It's just that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, So how was your postpartum? How long did you stay in the hospital for? Um, I gave birth Tuesday night. They checked us out Thursday morning. Um, it uh, they were waiting they had to do another billy rubin test um and her levels were like a little high but technically it was intolerant so they went ahead and discharged us um but then the very next day we like had to go get another test and she wound up with jaundice and we had to do like billy light therapy so initially i'm like four or five days postpartum just like crying because i i didn't even know what jaundice was 
until they're like telling us I will check into the hospital or excuse me, the words were we recommend checking into the hospital. <laughs> um, so initially it was like the first night was like bliss. I was like, I have my baby. Once I got over the shock, you know, I was like, I have my baby. She's so cute. This is so great. And then I was like, okay, I'm ready to get out of here. We're done. Like, mm -hmm. also, I'm never doing this again. Also, I feel like my butt's going to fall off. <laughs> like, like, I hobbling the around. Same thing. Like, yes, yes. I was like, at one point, I think I like, got up to go to the bathroom and I literally put both hands on my butt cheeks and was like, okay, it's still there. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. I literally I was that? telling somebody the other day that like it wasn't my like down there there. It was my ass. Like yes. I had taken a giant shit. Yes. Yes. It was literally I was like the only one that no. felt like that postpartum. No. <laughs> no. I've said that to people and they just look at me funny and I'm like, no, I literally felt like like if I were a vehicle, you just opened up the hatch and it's gone. Okay. <laughs> like there's nothing there. Literally. Yeah. Oh, the one nurse was like, so oh, do you have like hemorrhoids? I'm like, no, just my ass. <laughs> they literally were checking me for that. I'm like, no, no, it's not that. It just hurts. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, lady, for real, I, I would tell you if like, I think like, you know, my butt's coming out like no it just yeah. hurts <laughs> it is, it is, it's gone. I don't know. yeah oh it's so bizarre i think I, I think my at least my reasoning for that was i they had me doing the coached pushing for four hours oh. so i think that's why <laughs> was oh. like i wasn't actually i feel like i was probably pushing with my butt and not yes. Yeah. the other one right, so i feel like right. that's why it hurts so bad oh, <laughs> i pushed out the wrong hole <laughs> yes <laughs> oh so yeah hours. i'm so sorry it's okay <laughs> oh you made it but oh i did yeah yeah <laughs> that's probably wow. why i said we were one and done yes yeah <laughs> It's just, it's so crazy. Like literally, cause they, they wheel you in the, in, in a wheelchair from delivery into, mm -hmm. what do postpartum. they call it? Postpartum. Yeah. Recovery. Mm -hmm. ah. yeah. And they helped me like get into the bed. Um, and I'm like, I just want to sleep. Also, I would like to, I, those beds are awful, but they're horrible. <laughs> they're so I'm like, why are these legal? I don't know. Yeah, and then um, the pillows are like like this. Uh, I know, tiny. I know. Can I have like five of these, please? Yes, I literally did ask. I was like, I think okay, I, I have one blanket and two pillows, and I was mm -hmm. like, can I have four more. more pillows and like at least two more blankets? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I did the same. Yep. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I like tucked myself in. I was like, ah, oh, here we are um yeah. yeah no the so the first time I stand up to well I you know they like helped me go to the bathroom right after delivery because they were like we want to we, we want you to like go before we mm -hmm. just are like bye for now <laughs> until yeah. we check on you in an yep. hour but the first time like I got up to use the restroom I think the next morning I was like where did my butt go <laughs> it's gone like, told me, I think my butt fell off, and he's just looking at me like, "What are you? No, talking? it's still there. <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> just like, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, we were there all day Wednesday. Um. It was really sweet because 
um, three of the four grandparents got to like come and see us and hang out with us for a while. Um, the only reason my dad didn't is um, he was, wasn't able to, they live in San Antonio and he wasn't able to come up at that particular time. Um, but my mom and both of come in. She's like banging on the door with something. <laughs> my mom and um, both of my husband's parents like came and my husband's brother, his little brother, they all came and like saw her and saw us. Um, that was like really sweet. And um, so yeah, jaundice was really hard. And I think also like everything that I prepared for with birth, I felt very confident in, but there are all these things that I just didn't even know to prepare for most of which were actually Mm -hmm. postpartum. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like I had a bunch of like food prepared. Um, Like I sent recipes to friends and um, like bought certain things and I planned on like staying in bed a lot, but that was like the extent of it. I did not know. No one had ever explained to me how you can feel postpartum. And I think for, and then on top of that, we had like the jaundice at day five. And so I think for like weeks, I was like, I feel like I've died. <laughs> like I literally like the made into mother ideology um, that some people talk about, like the transition that you go through. And uh, some people even use language of like the maiden has to die as you give birth mm-hmm. to the mother. I have clung to like, I, once I found it, it, it's like, I won't let it go because it explained how I felt like, mm-hmm. and, and she, let me say this lovingly, since it will forever be on into the ether. <laughs> she has like the best personality. She's not a difficult human. Circumstantially, mm-hmm. she was a very difficult for me baby. Um, she had oral ties that oh. everyone helping us disagreed about what to do with them. And I was like, so it took me so long to like process. And I'd never even, I didn't even know I have a tongue tie. It turns out maybe mm-hmm. that's why I get some of the migraines that I have. Might go mm-hmm. get it revised one day. I don't know. Didn't even know that until mm, two months postpartum, I guess. Um, so she gained weight really well. So a lot of people were like, well, we don't need to do anything. And I was like, what? (laughs) But there's all these other problems. And what about this? And what about sleep? And Mm -hmm. then also, she was definitely like, you put me down while we're sleeping, and I will scream, I will wake up and scream. And, um, thank goodness that our birth class trained us in how to safely bed share because mm-hmm. like that, like that was the only way for months. That was the only way that anyone slept, <laughs> including my husband. Cause we do not live in the biggest place. So if she's screaming mm-hmm. that hard, it's going to wake him up too. Yeah. Um, so it was like breastfeeding, oral ties, the sleeping. Um, I, uh, I had to go to pelvic floor physical therapy and she was in physical therapy Those started like the same week, which was also, by the way, conveniently like the same week that I had to go back to work because of course it was. <laughs> um, thank goodness I could take her with me because I was like, there's no way I was only 10 weeks postpartum. I was like, there's no way I can be away from this child who needs me so intensely, like not only because she's a baby, but everything about what we have been through together. I cannot be away from her. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not an option. Um, Mm -hmm. so I would be like in meetings, just like baby wearing her, she's just sleeping. Um, so yeah, the first several months were like, just like really, really, really hard. Um, Mm -hmm. and then 
Uh, yeah, so that was all hard. And I was reckoning with like, again, that maiden the mother thing. Like, I did not know how hard it would hit me that like, I this past self of mine that I knew is gone, actually. And um, I, uh, I think for several months, every night, I, my husband would hang out with her. And when she was really little, he'd like baby wear her while she slept. As she got bigger, they'd like do tummy time. And I'd go shower to just get a moment. Cause again, she wants me all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like cry in the shower about how hard it's like everything that does not get you put in the hospital that can, but that can be hard is hard. Mm-hmm. And also I have to be at work because why would we care as a culture about moms and babies? They're an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. So like, absolutely mm-hmm. not like, <laughs> Oh, still get me heated on that one. Um, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I definitely on, on posted on my Instagram stories recently uh, referencing how I believe that every single system that wants to separate the mother baby diet should be demolished. Um, Mm-hmm. Yep. And there you go. And then also another thing with our culture is like we live alone. It's just the three of us and our dog, you know. But my husband had to go back into the office. Uh he had like two weeks off and then he was at home for two weeks. But then he had to go back in. And mm-hmm. the first day he was gone all day, I was like, What do I do? Like mm-hmm. nothing in it felt right to me. Yeah, And now I'm like, well, that's because we're literally not meant to mother in isolation like this. Like, no wonder women hate maternity leave and go out of their mm-hmm. minds because that's not what mm-hmm. maternity leave is supposed to look like. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, so it was like hard. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I would take this shower every day and I'll be like, you know, I'm just going to surrender to it. The phrase that came up over and over was like surrender to the season. Um and I would just pray and be like, okay, put to death in me, whatever you have to. Um, and actually, after I started praying, that was when I found that like mother to maiden language and was like, oh, I am. Something is dying. I know it. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just was like, you know, if, if we are going through like a death of self, I'm just going to go in all the way. Like whatever is not going to serve my baby, our family it can leave. Like I will quit my job Mm -hmm. if I have to, I, we will move Mm -hmm. if we have to, we will like, you know, I'm, I don't care. Just like Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever about me inside has to die is fine. If I have to live with this baby on my body 24 seven, it's going to be okay. Cause it's not forever. So just whatever personal space I want, you can put it to death. It's a great, (laughs) it'll be fine. Um, man, but it was like, I think the biggest blessing to go through that because I love how much I've changed and I love how much I love being with my child and being Mm -hmm. um, like we've started working on getting her into her own room. And I was like, maybe I'm not ready for that. I don't know. I just just love her. I know. Like last night. She like, so she got like, you know, she got a little sick for a while. So last night she does like her first like six hour stretch for the first time in like days. Right. So I wake up from it and I'm like, I'm wide awake. I just got so much consolidated sleep. Mm-hmm. And I like look over at her and I was just like, it's 3 a.m. And I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> what mm-hmm. is this? <laughs> um, so yeah, processing my birth story was like really, really great. And I'm like, 
I literally can talk about birth with anyone forever and ever accidentally brought it up in small group the other day and one of the dads was like why are you talking about birth and literally literally all three of the women turned to him and they're like do you know her (laughs) oh my gosh talking about this all the time I was like oh I feel so known oh I love that (laughs) so oh (laughs) yeah I it's been great it's been a good time but yeah, Aww. postpartum was like really hard. I think I feel much less intimidated to go through it next time because I'm like, even if the exact same set of circumstances hit, I know how to navigate them. Mm-hmm. So it'll be okay. <laughs> I think oh. so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, do you have any resources you want to share with anybody? Um, I mean, probably I, I don't. I don't know. Just like, I know just the general ones. I don't know. <laughs> Other than I can probably give you like a complete list of like, here's all the people I love following on Instagram. <laughs> I do that to everybody. As soon as like I find out they're probably like, here, follow this person, this, this person, this person. This person. Yes, yes. I'll like customize my recommendation based on what mm-hmm. I know about the person's personality. Yes. I'm like, okay, this particular yes. woman will annoy you for these reasons, but yes. you'll love this one. I don't know resources. I would think like, man, don't, for one, do not watch traumatizing stories. Don't do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, and, and also this isn't a resource necessarily, but like when people try when women try to tell you their traumatizing birth story, you don't have to listen to it. You, I, mm-hmm. I like to use the phrase like, Hey, it sounds like you have some trauma regarding your birth. I would love to honor you and honor your experience. But I don't, I don't have it within me to do that well right now. Could we like mm-hmm. hang out after I give birth or after whatever? Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I, we could we yep. do it another time. Like mm-hmm. I see you have pain, but I can't honor it right now. So no. Yep. Um, yeah. But you also don't even have to listen to it at all. But if you're like, you know, if you're like me and you tend to be a little agreeable and you're like, well, I'm supposed to listen to him, <laughs> you can still say no. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, what was the birth class you guys did? We did a class called Birth Boot Camp, and um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. So it's the only birth class I have experience with, and so I, I, I can't even. It was good. <laughs> it served what it needed to serve. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I will say my favorite part of it is the fact that I still am friends with everyone in our birth class and the birth instructor like that's great we're gonna have coffee soon because i have some questions for her about some birth things of course oh nice that's awesome in our area it would be my it would definitely be a recommendation for our because i think it's the only like actual comprehensive in-person class in our area so yeah because usually if you like uh birth in the hospital people always just do the one through the hospital, which is oh, you mean even the one that just tells you policies and yeah, they just give oh. you like a tour and like you don't actually learn anything. No, so like it's good that your yeah. area has. I never, I never did uh, the hospital tour. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't care. <laughs> no, Who I cares? wouldn't. Definitely not. Heck no. I'm, I'm gonna be seeing one. Uh, technically two rooms and that's it so like who cares and i won't even know what yeah. those rooms are until i check in so bye <laughs> exactly yep exactly all right yeah. uh what are some ways listeners can connect with you i'm on instagram a lot um that's the main place i like get on <laughs> i get on facebook to check the uh 
the group and then and that's it <laughs> yeah, yeah same that's it. i hate facebook i hate it absolutely hate it. well you know what it is i guess when it first started it was good because you could mm-hmm. literally connect with people you hadn't seen in years yes but it's become so full so, of just oh. people sharing stupid stuff and also ads it's just all ads yeah it's like, memes uh, yeah okay. memes, ads and people like mm-hmm. ranting about stuff and i'm like why are you posting that yeah. or oversharing or oversharing their children i'm like okay yep. i don't mm-hmm. show my daughter's face on social mm-hmm. media Smart. and i don't care when other people like whatever your comfort level is, is fine. However, Facebook yeah. is not just like, this is my comfort level. It's like my child pooped and it's funny. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> but yeah, so Instagram, um, I am at Cassian, C-A-S-S-I-A-N, Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E. And um, I post on the grid occasionally, but I'm mostly in stories and DMs. So <laughs> I love nice. it. I talk about, I post a lot about birth. Uh, be prepared (laughs) and I also started posting a lot about um the mother baby dyad and um being okay with like career slowdowns and Mm -hmm. career pauses and um other things for like postpartum and moms and women women themes but I also get on occasionally and talk about books especially like fantasy romances because they're my favorite (laughs) um And then other random stuff will happen. I'll post funny stuff. I'll roast my dog. You know, it's a fun time. (laughs) Nice. All right. Awesome. Thank you for coming on and sharing your story. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm I'm really happy that you got a happy, happy ending in Uber. (laughs) Like it went how you want it. (laughs) Because you don't hear that a lot. No, no, you really don't. I think that's like even something I want people to know is like, well, you can birth in the hospital well. You just have to, you really have to choose your provider well, your midwife, doctor, whatever. Like if they, because I think there's the phrase of like, I'm wearing it with women, not the system. And my midwife, there are, there are a few policies that she has to uphold uh, the 42 Mm -hmm. weeks and the breach, no breach deliveries, Mm -hmm. right? But in general, what I told her is what she like honors what I want. And if your provider, even if you're home birthing, your 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 midwife doesn't honor what you want. Don't work with them. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. No, literally. No. Yeah, but they're very rare to find in hospital. They really are. <laughs> I think I found the only one. Yeah, for real. Oh, <laughs> all right. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>